Welcome back to the House of Abundance podcast where we talk about changing your mindset around self-love, money and abundance. If you're new, I am your host, Jack Scott Lee, your spiritual mindset, spiritual badass, abundant manifestation queen. What is up? I'm having a hectic, hectic week and I want to talk about all loads of things really. I always make a, a list of things I want to discuss over the different topics of different podcasts and stuff. And then I, I always... I wake up like, okay, what mood am I in? What vibration am I in? What do I want to talk about today? You know, and I've been reading. Well, I've got loads of stuff on Audible. And so I always say I'm reading. Usually I'm listening to stuff. So I have been listening to loads of amazing books. I've just finished uh, The Positively Wealthy by Emma Mumford. I love her stuff. Great for uh, manifestation and like life hacks and tips and lots of spiritual um, tokens and nuggets, I absolutely love that. So I just finished that, and then, um, and actually, I'm thinking about doing that as part of a, a book club uh, for the Wellness Warriors community. So, if you are part of the Wellness Warriors, or you would like a 30 day free trial, make sure you DM me Wellness Warriors on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, it is House of Wellness. What are you doing? Make sure you follow us, and um, I will send you the link to get your 30 day free. And within the Wellness Warriors Monthly Community, we have astrology, tarot, all the things, new moon stuff going on. What else do we do? We do weekly tapping. There's so much stuff. It's an amazing community of like, like-minded, spiritual, badass babes who want to up-level and help each other uplift their lives and live their most abundant dream reality. Who does not want that, you know? And yeah, it's been a crazy hectic week, actually, and... I decided yesterday, yesterday to have some time out and just have like a hot, um, I'd say a day off. I still, I still did a, a few hours of work in the afternoon. Um, I have like an absolute a reset, switch off, morning chill and just recharge my batteries because it's been so much go, go, go. And I always am a massive advocate of taking inspired action, doing the things, living towards, you know, working towards your dreams, your goals, your desires, and, you know, lots of forward motion. And actually, part of that, part of that sometimes is just relaxing and chilling out because, you know what, rest is just as productive. Like, I know when I'm doing my training and stuff, when I'm performing and competing and what have you within my pole dance and aerial stuff. I always, you know, take some time time out to reset and recharge. So I know that it's been a really busy week, and I, I try and schedule some time in. I haven't done that for a while. I thought, God, I've been so go go go. I've been doing so much stuff with the House of Manners, all the podcast stuff, all the bonus podcast episodes, and all the astrology, and uh, all the client charts and things, and as well as running the pole dance side of stuff as well. And I was like, I need the morning off today, so I'm so grateful I could just do that, you know. And I thought I want to. Book the, the morning out completely and just be a vegetable in bed. I still wake up with all my spiritual practice. It's very loose. So I was going to do some meditation and do some angel therapy work. I've been doing a lot of angel healing and angel um, meditation, you know, and using angel frequencies around the house. So I still did all of that. It's very loose, relaxed, and did like a gentle tapping on. Um, forgiving myself for feeling overwhelmed and tired and exhausted and irritable and all these sort of things. And those when, when I started to feel it, I thought, yeah, you know what, girl, you need to have, you need to have a chill out. So uh, I gifted myself that. It was so good, actually. I got up and did my switch practice and then uh, made my babe a mushroom cappuccino. And then I did like, um, I did my makeup. Paper perfume, I've got some beautiful underwear, and then slid back into the sheets and popped on a fab movie. I went to watch, um, 
keep it spiritual when to watch Ghost with Patrick Swayze. You love it. Oh my god, I've done all the time because I was crying my way through it. Uh, laughing and crying with that movie. So I thought, kind of, am I retired or is this movie really emotional? You have to let me know if you've seen it and uh, if, that, if you guys do that too. <laughs> but yeah, it's a bad, afternoon, bad, bad morning. We went to the like, late afternoon. I didn't go to the gym. I was rested, recharged, and just chilled out. And um, I think the only thing I had to do that day was really collect a makeup package from the post office from all my favourite cosmetics. So I could tie myself up in the evening and you know what I felt better I felt so much better for it and I think it's really important actually when we do like wellness work and spiritual practice and whatever it is that you're doing when we're talking about you know um, levelling up your life and going after your goals or you know doing the most putting yourself out there to get out of your comfort zone these are all amazing beautiful gorgeous things that we should definitely be doing but also to incorporate rest and relax- relaxation time too. You know, um, whether that be a couple of hours in the evening to recharge, reset, to relax, you know, have a day, uh, half a day here, or half a day there if you can, or, you know, dedicate some time on the weekends if, if, it's, a, if it's a Monday to Friday job that you do, or, you know, because so often than not, I've noticed from people when I listen to people, when I talk to people, I mean, they have a day off or a day, you know, uh, like um, something booked off. They're usually trying to cram everything into that day because that's the only chance to do it. So I'm like, are you actually having a day off or is your to-do list day to get everything done? So are you actually, when is your actual resting day? Because with this culture of hustle culture and side hustle and all this sort of stuff, um, but there isn't uh, much onus on actually scheduling that time to step into your femininity and step into divine feminine and you know rebalance because how can you we tell, we tell people all the time don't you oh you should rest more you should chill out you're doing so much but are you doing that for you you know are you are you allowing yourself to do that because we're often persecuted for wanting to rest or like i say when people ask you oh what you've been up to i've been dead busy and then reading up all the things that you're doing like it's a, like it's a, an achievement because i've been so busy you know you get no one gets an award for being super busy you know what i mean although it's great to you know go after your dreams and do do the things um so I am very much aware now that yes, definitely I'm going to get myself half a, half a day, a full day, every other week, whatever it is, and get into you know, chill out and relax, and that means like you know, um, really recharge my body, um, not having to exercise, not you know going too too, because even when, like I was talking about, oh yeah, I'm doing like my cardio at the gym or I'm taking the boys for a walk I'm always listening to a podcast or a spiritual healing book or an audible about you know something or other a topic that's really interesting to me and that is fantastic but then also where's that time for you just to switch off and totally be in the moment you know and yeah and so I've been really good and grateful for that I've already got another day penciled in in the very 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 near future in the next week for me to do that again because girl she needs it i've been doing all the most um doing all the things you know helping other people out achieving their goals dreams and desires as well as do my own you know and actually sometimes i'm like yeah you know what i need to have a rest so <laughs> that's what i've been doing um However, I've been listening to this amazing book this morning. I was listening to it while I was in the gym. So, because part of my downtime, part of my relaxation is actually I love to go to the gym and work out. You know what I mean? But actually, when I'm doing so much, girls, sometimes you just I need to just step back and do nothing. You know what I mean? Because my job's so physical as well. And actually, when I'm when I'm quote unquote relaxing, I'm actually like you know banging out an hour cardio or 
do like a heavyweight session or a stretch lesson or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So actually, um, to do nothing, you know, is actually the a, a true gift. So this morning, I was like, yeah, I want to go to the gym because I, I find it really amazing to look after my self-care, my mental health, to actually work out and move my body, whether it be through dance, yoga, stretching, flexibility, um, cardio, doing weights, kickboxing, swinging from the air, doing aerial hoop, pole dancing, whatever it is. I'm a very active person and it's something that I really love to do. Even when I'm away, like I'm on a bakery and stuff, um, when, I was doing my, when I was doing my self-love years, right, um, and I'm such an advocate. You have to, if you're, if you're, um, even if you're not single, you know what I mean. Anyway, everyone should do this. Uh, take stuff away. Books are gorgeous, and I always, I always make sure that where I'm staying, even now as a couple of my partners really fit too, I always make sure they've got like a really good workout area, really good gym, something like that, or a spa, something that I can use on my way. Because it's part of my relaxation time, you know what I mean? Because it makes me feel really good, you know, to work out, and that doesn't mean you have to absolutely kill yourself training it can just be like a gentle gentle 30 minute walk you know because moving your body actually releases endorphins and you know you ultimately it leads you to be feeling better mentally as well you know so you know mental health and physical health are so intertwined you know what i mean and people who are stagnant who are not moving or shifting energy whether that be physical energy or spiritual energy you know it's all intertwined you know what i mean when you dance you feel good when you move your body you feel amazing you know this is all part of um, looking after your spirituality and your mental health so you can feel good and be I mean you're feeling good you know you're being your but you're giving your best out to other people too you know so often that we're talking about I'm, I'm always doing I'm, I always want to be there for everybody else make sure everyone else is okay well how are you doing that when it's, if it's detrimental to your health you know what I mean how can you possibly be you know doing quote-unquote rights for other people um, that are interfering and B um, if you're not your best self you know what I'm saying it's, it's uh, if you're causing if it's detrimental to your mental health and your um, needs and desires and surely actually you helping others isn't that great you know because you have to give from a you know at least 75% full cup, you know, you're, you're in your cup to be overflowing honey you know what I mean so yeah anyway I was at the gym this morning and I am listening to this book I think it's called um, five. So the title sounds so graphic, so morbid. Five regrets from the dying, or something like that. Five regrets from the dying, you know. And uh, five, yeah, five living regrets from the dying, and it's so interesting. I was actually, it hears me. I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the um, uh, cross trainer in the gym. I'm, I'm on the the step machine, you know, um, the stairmaster killing it, sweating away, crying my eyes, I listen to these stories, so good, and uh, some of the tidbits of information about the people, they're, they're, what they were reflecting on in their, you know, their like, later years, and the, the, there was all this talk about, you know, regrets, and the, there's a real good theme throughout it, the, the, we haven't finished yet, I'm halfway through it, and uh, the theme, or one of the themes was through this book, right, was about uh, living, you know, living true to you, being true to you, not making other people happy, you know. Um, and that is not to say you have to go out and be an absolute tyrant to people. <laughs> not at all. But it does, you know, it's, it's something that's really interesting me because I was like, you know what, I've, I've, lived, like, I've lived like this for a long time, actually. Uh, especially, I mean, when you're growing up gay as well and you're, like, trying to 
um, hold down your sexuality and you don't want to upset your parents and you don't want to upset your friends and you, you know and as, as for coming from the LGBTQ background and it, was, it wasn't something I struggled with too much because once I knew what I wanted, what I wanted to do I was out pride big better than ever very strong personality but as people who know me will come back for that and you probably get that from my socials and from listening to the podcast too I'm very outspoken very confident person you know and, I don't, and I'm not someone who is really interested in making other people happy um, at the expense of my own happiness you know I have done that to a certain degree I really have I've been in situations and relationships where I thought I should be doing this or should I be you know, keeping someone else happy you know I mean especially when you're in love and you're you think you're in love with somebody and you feel like you should be doing x y and z to keep that person their needs happy and then in doing so, when you you fall out of alignment to what it is that lights you up and what it is that you know brings you joy, whether that be through a partner or your family or your family expectations, your cultural expectations. So I had all these things thrown in, you know. So I had to be so so strong to to stand on my ground to be like that's great for you but this is my story this is what I'm going to be doing you know and so this, there was a I was listening to I was literally listening to this audible crying my eyes out to stay my star I was like yeah I'm not crying it's just sweat you know this morning and it was so interesting to the, one of the themes going through was other people were like one of the lady and she was talking about you know she um did everything for her husband, everything for her children. She lived her life okay through them. She did everything, for them. and then she wanted to do, you know, she, as she got older, she was like, yeah, I want to, you know, I'll start living my life. I mean, you know, and, but the thing was that she got older, she became sick and well. She had to be cared after, looked after. People had done, um, passed on and couldn't look after her. She's on her own, and her regret was that, you know, I wish I'd lived my life for me, me true to me. And I think the book's written. By the people who look after you, know, the carers, the woman who's a carer, I think, the gist that I'm getting. But no, yeah, and so she tells this person to, you know, make sure you live by your own rules, do what makes you happy, don't be subservient to anybody else's wants, needs, and desires in detriment to your own, you know, because when you start to live this life where you're trying to constantly making other people happy making your parents happy making your partner happy making your children happy you're doing this with the you it's quite slowly starts to chip away at your own happiness and your own strength you know and your own um personality who are you you know i i remember um this when i was when i was listening to this book i was having like um reflections and not just from this book as well because there's a the positively wealthy that i was reading there was a whole chapter on forgiveness and about writing a letter of forgiveness and you didn't have to send the letter you know you can literally just, and I have, I have actually done this many many times throughout my life where I've written a letter to the person who I wanted to release and let go and forgive because the 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 quote that I'm remembering from the book uh, Positively Wealthy she was saying something like and it wasn't her quote but she was saying that she'd read something along the lines of when you're holding anger and resentment and hatred towards somebody it's like holding a piece of coal in your hand hot coal in your hand and with the intention to throw it at somebody to cause them pain but actually you can't do that because it's burning your own hands while you're holding it and the other person is totally other way living their own life getting on with whatever they're doing you know living the best life and you're here with this hatred in your hand burning through you you know and forgiveness isn't about 
okay, whatever this person did to me was okay. It's about moving forward, saying, you know what, I think, the, what was the quote that they said? I think it was, I forgive you, I forgive X, Y, and Z, the letter, the, how they wrote the letter was, I forgive X, Y, and Z, the person. I now know that, you know, and then go into detail, you know. So I, you know, I was thinking about an, an ex-partner of mine, or various ex-partners, actually, where the, the, the main one that stood out was when I, when I just opened up my hair and beauty business, and um, I was with someone, I've been, I've been together for a long time, well, at the time I was like in my very, very early 20s, and I thought, you know, a long time would be like three or four years, you know. So I think we were together, I think we were together for nearly five years, you know. But however, in my mind, you know, I was trying to, I was like, done two or three years before that, before I'd initiated breaking up, you know, and, and finishing this relationship because it wasn't at the time what I thought I'd want you know what I'd wanted anymore you know I was going through lots of life change and things however I was just I thought that you know from society my friends my family oh yeah you know you're really successful you've got a successful business you're making loads of money you've got a beautiful house you should be with this partner this person he's fully supporting you fully loving you he's a really nice person he ticks all these boxes and I was like you know why aren't I happy not that this person should be making me happy you know but I knew that I wasn't happy within that relationship for loads of different reasons you know and I was scared to leave because I you know we, we shared a house together we had loads of financial responsibilities we had loads of going on with the business together and you know it was just really messy you know and I was like, that was the only reason why I was staying for so long, because of all the implications, because I was forward-thinking and, you know, uh, going into catastroph- catastrophizing about the worst-case scenario, because at the time I was just getting... I was kind of into the law of attraction and the secret and things like that, but not on the scale that I am now. But I'd manifested this... I'd, I'd met this amazing woman who's no longer with us, and, you know, together we'd manifested all the money for the, for the business. <laughs> For the for my hair and beauty salon, you know, we manifested. She's an amazing person. She's actually she's actually my first um, financial advisor, and uh, she was very much into spirituality, law of attraction, and stuff. And uh, yeah, together we collated and manifested the, all the money that I needed for the studio. You know, it was a really amazing relationship, and uh, something I think about every now and again. You know, she crops into my mind when I talk about this subject. And uh, so yeah, we got all this. We got all this together. I'd go through some loads of positive momentum towards my dream goals and desires. The universe opening all the doors for me. You know, my salon was set up. Everything was falling into alignment. I moved into my dream home. I just bought my dream car. You know, loads of things were going on. And yeah, I was so unhappy in my relationship, you know. Because I knew what it was and what I wanted. I was still really young at this point. I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do and have fun and whatever. And... I I realised that I was doing all this, all this stuff and like dimming my light and turning the volume down on me, you know, even to the point where like I was like letting go of friendships and family and all the stuff that I thought was important to me at the time, you know, to uh, what I thought was keeping my other, you know, my my partner at the time really happy, you know, and so eventually, so eventually I put, I decided enough was enough one day. And I was like, oh, I'm so unhappy. I'm just, this is supposed to be the best time of my life and doing all the things. This is just not bringing me joy anymore, you know. So when I finally had that discussion, that conversation to um, end things and move things forward, you know, it was really tough. Um, this person, the other person was super, super shocked. Because I didn't know. Obviously, it was like a surprise to them. And when people tell me, you know, oh, it's such a surprise, such a shock that my partner break up with me. I was, was out of nowhere, you know. And usually it's not a surprise because the other person has probably been not plotting, but, you know, it's been on their mind for all. It's not sort of, for me anyway, it's not like a flippant thing that I can just do, you know. Especially when I'm in a, a long-term relationship. And I'd done this and, you know, I'd, this 
came with loads of like implications. There was a lot of hostility, loads of shit was going down. We had to share my, my house for ages until they moved up. I wanted to make sure they were all right. I was giving them loads of money, and I had to like stop in the end, you know, because it was just getting too ridiculous. Because I had this guilt, you know, that I'd, I'd, I'd ruined their life, this is what I felt. I was like, how am I ruining their life? And I'm only now, this is like, how old was I like 20? This is like decades later, a couple of decades later. I was like, well, you know, we're adults. We were, you know, even though we were young, we're still adults, and everyone has to make choices and decisions, you know. And actually, I then crazily, I bumped into this person after like two decades. The most randomest places, which we'll go into in another episode. <laughs> I bumped into them into an STD clinic. I wasn't there to get checked out. There's nothing wrong with that. I was there to do a course on LGBTQ course. I was mentor. I was mentoring um, LGBTQ um, youth members. You know, embracing sexuality, what have you. Anyway, so I'm there waiting for my my tutor to come in to start the course, and you know, it's it's part of an STD clinic, the waiting area. And so I'm sat there, glammed up, you know, looking beautiful. And he walks in. My ex-lover. I haven't seen them since, you know, we broke up all the many years ago. Decades, decades ago. And I'd, I'd learned, I'd, uh, I'd learned that they'd, they'd actually become a, a therapist. You know, and I thought, how amazing. They actually, what I thought was, you know, ruining their lives, they've actually blossomed and, and you know, become their best version of themselves too. We both have done that, you know. I also went down the therapy route myself and, you know, I trained a therapist too, you know. And I thought, God, how funny, we've gone full circle here. I'm sat in, this, sat in the club clinic. I can, I can only imagine what he's thinking. And uh, we, we didn't speak. We were just like two strangers who never knew each other, you know, even though we'd shared so much, right. Um, but yeah, and then... I remember taking the plunge and letting, and letting them know, look, I'm not happy anymore. This is relationship really is, you know, uh, run its course. It really has. We need to both need to move forward. You need to move on with your life. I really want to live mine, you know. And it just felt so good. And I remember from then and that moment on, I thought to myself, I'm never going to get into a situation again where I'm not 100% happy and listen to my good instinct. Because we're here to, you know, we're not here to suffer and we're not here to make other people happy. And also... We're not here to, like, be in love with someone's potential or be in love with um, the person we think someone can be, you know. Because often they're not, we're like, oh, yeah, well, this, that, and the other. And actually, if that person isn't actually that person, you know, then who are you actually in love with? You know what I mean? So, from then, then on, I was like, when it comes to my personal life, I want to be, like, doing what I want to do, making myself happy, making sure I'm in love with my life and doing all the things with that because then... You know, anything on top of that is going to be even more amazing and even more of a bonus ball, you know. Um, and, yeah, it was like a really difficult transition period. And this book got me thinking about, you know, all the times where you've had to people please and do what um, do what your friends want or what your loved one wants or your family's expectations. And in doing so, the time is ticking by, the years go by. And, you know, the only regret that happened, like, an amazing memory is my relationship because we travelled quite a lot, saw a lot, a lot of the world, uh, made a shit ton of money and we did loads of stuff to get where we were. One of the things I did regret was actually we should end it sooner. You know what I mean? And that side, that now I'm saying that that sounds terrible, but as more like just because there was so much I was doing from them, then I thought, you know what? Maybe, maybe I um, wouldn't have enjoyed and experienced my life the way I had done if I hadn't gone through that long-term relationship like that, you know, and knowing what I don't want anymore and what I do want. And I think what you do want and what you don't want is going to change all the time throughout your life, isn't it? 
And that can come down to your career, your partners, your ambitions. I was looking at one of my vision boards recently. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really want these things. I'm going to tweak them. And I think we were talking about it in my last episode where I've just tweaked my vision board. I'm absolutely loving it. It looks so gorgeous. I've got it on my, uh, my screensaver. I've been putting it into my group chat with my friends. I've been putting it on my Instagram and stuff because it looks sick. I'm so, um, I literally have to look at it. I get so excited. You know, excited about that. I know it's on the way to me because I've made that decision knowing that when I'm manifesting, this is the this is what I want. I'm trusting the universe. I'm putting my order in, and I'm getting excited about the feeling of it. And then how can I incorporate? How can I? How can I now get into that vibration, that frequency right now of of burn, of joy, of laughter? And this was this was leading me back to the uh, yesterday when I was so super tired. I was like, I'm not living in my joy. I'm absolutely fucking shattered. I'm not having a good time. I need to relax and you know and get back into. It. So for me, that was that was making my favorite drinks, slapping my makeup on, looking gorgeous, getting back in bed with my sexy underwear on, watching eighties eighties movies, listening to Madonna Immaculate Collection, dancing around the house, um, eating, you know. Not super healthy stuff, not mega, mega terrible too. Um, and just chilling, chilling out, relaxing. You know, I felt so much better for doing it. Um, but again, this is about expressing your wants, needs, and desires and not having to be too mindful of upsetting, upsetting other people. I always say to people, you know, as adults, we can do whatever we want to within reason, you know, and it's not up to us to manage our expect uh, other people's expectations of us and their emotions either. You're gonna always do things that piss people off. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna do things that you know, aren't in alignment or vibrations to other people too. But that's not your job to do that, you know. Imagine you're trying to imagine trying to be a perfect fit for everybody. I'm as I'm saying that, I'm imagining like you know when you're trying to navigate, you watch those movies when they get those like submarines or ships in the ocean and you got those like water bomb things all the spikes on them and like just trying to navigate all that all these are other people's emotions and feelings aren't they you know ultimately the only thing you can do is make yourself make you happy and do what, what's right for you so this book you know got me thinking actually you know what that yeah life is really short sometimes and you know we're even though we're here for a long time it can be it can be over in a, in a blink of an eye so living something living you know without passion to your goals and dreams staying with someone because you're not happy or to make to keep the peace or for the children or for whatever or you know going to a job that you're absolutely destroying your soul well actually you get to decide you know what is right for you and go about making healthy changes you know and i i remember when i went to you know learn more about therapy and stuff i didn't just give up my dance job i was like you know what i'm gonna put this into alignment with what i'm already doing the course can fit around my schedule so i can do it every wednesday i can go and do my course and i can still go and teach perform dance do all the things and it all fits so seamlessly into my life because it was so in alignment to what i needed to do and i just thought that actually it doesn't have to be sometimes like when i break up my partner it's all on a thing and when i when i just um dumped everything went to ibiza to live again all on a thing and <laughs> um, because you, sometimes the universe will push and push and push you until you're un, until your comfortableness becomes so uncomfortable and actually so miserable and so, so upsetting and painful that you have to you then have to make a decision you have to do something so then this time around i thought you know what like when i started doing house of wellness i thought i just want to to give everything up but i do want to incorporate into my life you know and i want to make steps every day to uh, learn more to reach out to people to teach people what i already know through spirituality wellness dance whatever it is and actually expand my network 
work, my clientele, my family, my friendships, my personal stuff, and just live an absolutely abundant, joyous, gorgeous, beautiful life. And I think that pretty much is all I want to go into today. There was loads of different things. I thought, you know, I'm just going to go with this. I'm really feeling it. Um, I'm really into human design at the moment. Human design, you know, you have you have different auras. And my aura is a, genera- a generator. And generators, we are here to teach and respond to stimulus around us. So today I'm responding to this book. It's really sick. I'm really loving it. And um, I thought I wanted to share some tips because it really sparked something within me about living life on your own goal, your own terms, and not giving a fuck about what anyone expects of you. Because you know what? You're going to upset people all the time you know I remember when I was getting my tattoos done my, my parents were like don't ever step foot in this house again and yeah every Christmas you know I'm, <laughs> I'm still stepping foot in the house <laughs> do you know what I mean they're getting more and more tattoos every year you know people are, people, you know, people are going to be upset about what you do that's fine you know you're not here to manage people's emotions you're here to do you be you for you absolutely kill it and live a life with no regrets and all you know amazing memories I was saying to one of my friends the other day you know when, when I thought that it was, this was all over and I'd break my neck and you know, I'd, I was going to slide catastrophizing me I was like you know what I've had such a good fucking time like if my life is a flashback on the screen in front of me now I have had the best time. I've had, you know, some amazing experiences. I've looked amazing. And I've just killed it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um... If you would love to tap along with me every week with the EFT 1111 Wellness Warriors, you can sign up. Make sure you DM me on TikTok, on Instagram, wherever. Follow me. It's House of Wellness. I'm just I'm typing in the chat Wellness Warriors. And you can have 36 exclusive access to weekly tapping, to our new moon group, our reading, our reading club, all the things, all there for you. And leave all the details, all the information in the show notes. If you'd like a personal reading with me, with your birth charts, astrology, all that stuff, again, you can DM me astrology or you can literally email me on the House of Wellness at gmail.com. And remember, the House of Wellness is not just a mindset, it is a lifestyle handy. Yeah.